Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Please always look in the drop-down menu because you can find where the main blog is. The URL is www.the-masters-voice.com. You can always find a small synopsis about what each video you're watching is about. And you're welcome to also use the playlists on the master's voice that will help you navigate a lot of material quickly because the material is arranged by theme. And if you simply listen to a few videos in each theme, you might find it easier for you to catch up with where I am. I've stated, uh, I think it was last month that the Lord had given me instructions and told me that there's no need to keep handholding because the majority of the messages are not landing. And I will continue to say what he says, despite the fact that there's a very small contingent that's listening. I always tell people to try and occupy the kind of mind that Jesus occupies. Ask the Lord to give you the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, you will not perceive things according to your own limited fashion, which is thinking that a few of us gathered here means that there's a mighty revival going on. You have to have an eternal perspective. This world is filled with billions of people who do not know these matters, who even if they came to these matters, even if they found this channel tomorrow, these things are not easy to grasp and absorb. And so for us to be ignorant of that fact and think that there's just a little Holy Ghost party going on here, you know, uh, what my pastor used to call just me, my four and no more, is a very irresponsible way of looking at things because there are millions and millions and millions and billions of souls in the balance. People who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, people who have very tilted theology and therefore are in no way prepared to absorb the things that are happening here. So you are thinking of a very large contingent of people, if you're listening to what I'm saying, who are utterly unprepared to receive this and then an even larger contingent of people who have sworn by all means that they will not receive this. And so you're looking at at least two massive populated groups that when these things come to pass, will be throwing their toys, will be paralyzed, and will be taking out a lot of negative emotion on whoever is nearby. And in the case of most Christians, you will be the one that's nearby because you already live with your unbelieving family member. You already live in the contingent of friends that you have who refuse to listen when you share the videos and who refuse to pay attention and who says that God will never speak like this and God could never do these things, which is curious because half the things I read here are directly out of the Bible. So clearly God must speak like this because he spoke like this in times past to Jeremiah, for instance, where a lot of the material that I'm sharing comes from. And he spoke like this to Ezekiel. So that means that there is a massive deficit between those people who have passed on, who knew how God sounded, and the new final group that are here, who listen to another God, the one I call another Jesus, the false head of the false church. So this is one of the older prophecies that I have. This is the one where the Lord revealed for, to me that Russia is actually hidden in America, that they are here on the soil, on the landmass. This prophecy is July 25th, 2015. 
And it was from this prophecy that I wrote an email and I shared it to many people in 2015 who were close to me. I shared it to about 50 people. The title of the, e um, the email, the title of the message is called The Fall of America, July 25th, 2015. And the banner scripture is this, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. Revelation 18 and verse four. And this is just a command that we find in the end times script, the end times outworking, where there was a loud command given to all souls in mystery Babylon to separate themselves from her. And so the first step of separation will also already be separating yourself from the iniquity of the country, not by disavowing that the country has iniquity, but by setting up a fence, a gate, a royal standard in your life that no matter what America does, whether she transes herself or homosexuals herself, that you are not going to participate in that. You're not going to participate in it by endorsing it. You're not going to participate in it by practicing it. You are going to hear the, the voice of God, no matter what state you may be in right now. And you are going to say, by the power of the Holy Spirit vested in me as a child of God, no matter what lifestyle I'm currently carrying on with, I am now about to make my exit out of the perversion and the sins of Babylon. It doesn't actually mean that I'm going to hole up myself at home and I'm going to cut off all contact with other people. I'm going to delete my phone book. And no, that is not what God calls us. God tells us in the book of Matthew that we are the salt and we are what all men will have available to taste godliness. He calls us the light of the world. You are the light of the world. He tells us that no one would light a lamp and then put it under a basket. He says that we are a city on a hill. And so it is problematic when you are a Christian and you are not able to speak about your faith to others. You are not able to give any sensible answers for what you believe. You are not able to have civil conversations with others, at least those who are not so far gone that they're, um, they're just people that you can't talk to. There are some people like that. But to come out of Mystery Babylon, the first step is actually to separate from America's sinful nature in your heart. It doesn't mean that you're not going to tell your boss, I need a cubicle in the basement so that I can remain pure. So many people like, like, are like that. They do not want to mix. They do not want to mingle. They are not even in any fellowship or in any church because they're like, oh no, they will corrupt me, not knowing that every person carries corruption. And if you are out of fellowship, you will become dull and blunt because iron sharpens iron and one iron by itself sharpens nothing. So that is Isaiah 13. That is the chapter. That is a chapter of judgment that I am pronouncing from the Lord Jesus Christ against this nation, the United States of America, where I myself live in New York City. This is a judgment chapter because God is in a judgment mode. I know that there are a lot of people out there. I've said this before. There are a lot of people out there producing content and of course, I have no right to stop them. I do not own the internet. Producing content that is telling Americans that this nation will be great. This nation has her best days ahead of her. This nation is about to enter into a time of growth, glowing, shining, peace. She will be a beacon. She will be this. She will be that. 
All I have to say on this channel is that the Lord Jesus Christ has said that he will judge this nation. He has said that he will grab her as one grabs a man by the coat, by the lapels, and that he will drag her down from her pedestal. I have dreams and visions on my blog where I saw the Lord Jesus Christ give a command to the Statue of Liberty. He spoke with such a thunderous voice and he commanded her to come down from her pedestal and she was weeping and she stepped down from the pedestal and Jesus took out a straight razor, which is not the razor that we use, you know, with all the protective guards. It's just that old style mafia Sicilian straight razor that they still use in the old style barbers and he shaved her. He cut off all her hair. I saw her hair fall into the harbor, the New York Harbor, the bay. And when her hair hit the, the harbor, it turned her locks, uh, it turned into blood. The water turned into blood. And the Lord shaved her. And then the Lord pointed out to sea. And the Statue of Liberty was weeping because the Lord was sending her away from America. He was consigning her into captivity and she was crying but she was so afraid of him that she could not even ask him for mercy or beg him. And she went out to sea and she did not see the land of America again. So this channel, brothers and sisters, um, I, I don't really publicize my blog. I don't campaign it or I don't campaign the channel. I believe in my heart, at least I believed when I started that God would bring to this channel who he wanted, that he would draw who he wanted to this channel to hear his words this is a channel that is sharing the truth. I don't speak anything of my own spirit. I don't have the ability to give myself the dreams that I have, dreams that are so in-depth, dreams that are so detailed, dreams that show a time that none of us can even conceive of and none of us have even reached toward um, right now in 2020. So all I can say is I don't know about America being great again. I only know that I see America occupying positions of defeat. I see her occupying positions of being pulled down, torn down, brought down from her high place, judged, and eventually pretty much devoured by enemies. The fifth scene is something that I just shared in the other video. The Lord said that America will be abandoned. So now I saw a picture and I began to see passports clicking clicking under that thing you know the thing at the airport there's something there but I just began to see passports clicking past you know click 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 almost like people I guess maybe they were representing maybe the Lord was using the passports clicking through to show you know when people go through that barrier at the train station you pay and then you click through click through click through and that clicker actually monitors how many people go through the train station in the in a day so i saw the passports clicking through and they were all on outward bound journeys they were all heading out of the united states and what's more they were all one way journeys so none of these passports were coming back i saw um I would see a page of a passport open and they would be like the new fresh page. You know, they always want a new fresh page. And then I saw a stamp and then the person went out and then the next passport would come a stamp. So I saw that rich and poor people were going back to their countries. I saw people rolling their hand luggage through 
And the strange thing here is that nobody looked back. People rolled through customs and they did not look back. So diplomats, even people with good lives and good jobs here, they left. I saw a lady, I guess the Lord was showing that even the rich will leave. I don't know if this is America's rich, foreign rich, but the Lord has says that many of the rich will deliver themselves from the trials of America by leaving the country early. They will take their wealth, they will assimilate it into different countries, maybe Swiss or wherever they can put it, Sweden, Belgium, places that have safe and stable economies and they will utterly abandon this nation. And when he said that in another prophecy, it was concerning the rich of the United States. But this lady I saw, she had strawberry, strawberry blonde to reddish hair. She was wearing a very expensive fur coat on her shoulders to about knee length. And she was wheeling leather white luggage. She also clicked through. She walked through to the outward bound terminal. She did not look back. She left. So everybody left America and I saw that it left the United States labor deficient and empty. And God showed that this is the result of her never ending war on immigrants. This is what she wanted. This is what she will get. The immigrants will flee. Everybody decided that it was time, their time in the United States was up. I saw people even in their kitchen saying, we have to go where it's safe to give the kids a better life. And brothers and sisters, you have to join me in understanding the irony of this. All over the world, for decades and decades, this conversation has been had in many nations, but people were talking about leaving their country to come to America for their children to have a better life. But now I saw people having the same conversation, but about leaving America to go to other places that were better and safer. I saw families sitting at the table, making these decisions, and even when they asked the little ones, what do you think? Do you want to go? The children nodded vigorously, young children and even older children, and said, yes, we want to leave. And I saw that even American families were having this discussion. And then again, I saw many passports leaving. And the Lord brought to my mind that this is how Lot and his family ran away from Sodom and Gomorrah. Judgment was coming. They took their belongings that they could carry, took themselves, and fled. And foreigners likewise will do the same when they decide not to participate in America's shame, hardship, and downfall anymore. Not only will this nation be attacked, it will be fully invaded, it will lose in the invasion, and it will be eventually decimated. One of the things that the Lord said to me is that the citizens of America will flee to the four corners of the earth during the destruction of their nation. But wherever they go, they won't be able to hide. That's what he said. Because they have a distinctive accent and also a distinctive personality pattern that all the other nations in the world recognize. You can always spot an American on holiday. So he said because of their accent and that personality pattern, they will be identified wherever they go. And because they have left such a bloody history behind them, they will not be welcomed or treated pleasantly. These were his exact words. Their speech will announce them everywhere just like disobedient Israel long ago, they will be forced to recount the story of their destruction and relive it over and over wherever they go because all who know them will ask them to tell their tale. So Jeremiah 9, 10, and 11. 
This is what God said will happen to the United States. They will flee to the four corners of the earth. They will dwell in strange lands and for the rest of their lives, they will weep and cry over the fate of their nation. It will be no more. Babylon will be destroyed. I will uproot it at the base. I will remove it from the register of nations so that it shall never be raised up again. For as long as the survivors live, they will remember the sins of their nation and how strongly the Lord judged them for their sin. Nobody will live there anymore. There will no longer be an America. This is the paraphrase of my word. Make sure to say what you have been given. The title of this word is to the four corners. So the Lord says, I'm telling you this for it to be recorded as a witness against this nation. I will make America a desolation. I will trample them under my feet and I will scatter them to the four corners of the earth. To the four corners, go. Those who survive will flee in four directions, north, south, east, and west. They will scatter across the world, carrying stories of their great fall and judgment. They will be scattered abroad to every nation, and some will receive them and some not. Some nations will give them comfort, but other nations will serve them mockery. They will drink the bitter cup of my anger. They will drain it until it is gone. I will judge this nation to its core, and at last, when it is removed, my anger against them will be satisfied. And the word that the Lord gave me here is, They shall know that I am the Lord when I scatter them among all nations, and I disperse them throughout the countries. But I will spare a few of their men from the sword, from famine, and from pestilence, that they may declare all their abomination. So all their wickedness and everything that they did to cause the Lord to judge them so harshly, they will confess these abominations among the Gentiles wherever they go. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. And this is Ezekiel 12, verses 15 to 16. And so I have shared um, in some of the videos, I can't pinpoint which one, but I have shared that I have seen that after what happened here, or before what happened here, during what happened here, there was an exodus from the country. So I think it's in the prophecy ascendancy. In the prophecy ascendancy, the Lord showed me one of the scenes that I saw were passports clicking through the passport clicker as people left the country. And um, one of the first signs of the mass exodus from the United States was foreigners. So people who have lived here for even 30, 40 years, people from the EU and people from other countries, they made the decision. Single people, families, um, people who have come here to work they made the decision that they would leave the United States and many of them left without taking their assets. They left everything here and they simply went. Um, and there were different types of exoduses. So some people left when there was still time and some people left under the great hurry of laws that were passed here. So certain laws will be passed here in the future that will cause a mass exodus of foreigners. They will simply decide that they are not going to live under these kinds of laws and they will leave. America will become extremely repressive and even Americans will ask their kids, do you still want to stay or should we go somewhere else? And the kids will say, we want to leave. This is what I saw. I saw American families deciding to 
leave their country of birth and they went and they lived abroad but I also saw and I shared that I saw people fleeing so this was when you flee then you're leaving a very pressing difficult situation I saw people fleeing and they came to different nations and some of the nations re received them with love and gave them what they needed but some of the nations received them with mockery they laughed at them and they said oh what happened American why are you here why why is the great American here and some nations actually refused them um, entry so they stamped in their passport no and they were forced to go back to wherever they had fled from and God says that he will scatter the Americans across the four faces of the earth so that they can confess their sins. So I saw that in the future they will be forced to recount again and again and again, the survivors, why the nation was destroyed. They will be forced to talk about the many sins that I address on this channel over and over again. And in that way, it will almost be like 9-11. They will be forced to relive the pain. They will be forced to relive being in diaspora, which means being driven away from your home because of difficult circumstances taken, taking place where you come from. The prophecy that I received today, I received very early in the morning um, on December the 6th. So I received it about the 140, 144, 146 mark. I was working on something and that thing was proving extremely stubborn. So I had come to a pause and I was just trying to figure out how am I going to work this out? And I was looking for a fix and I started to hear the Lord say this phrase that I've heard uh, many times before. And the phrase is tsunami in the harbor, tsunami in the harbor. And so I heard this and I, I paused thinking, will the Lord say anything? He didn't say anything immediately. So I went back to working on the thing. And then I started to hear there's a whirlwind of judgment coming. There is a whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. So this prophecy is about the fact that America is going to receive a sudden, a strong and a destructive judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ. America is going to be judged suddenly by God and there's going to be natural disasters here and there's also going to be a very massive war. The title of this prophecy is Tsunami in the Harbor. Thus says the Lord, there is a whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. The Lord is going to judge you, America. Your hour has come. The people are not watching. Her people are not expecting it. Suddenly, calamity comes. A great war. A war for the ages. America, you will be attacked when you are not expecting it. When you are sleeping. When you think your gates are secure. Sudden destruction will come upon you at the very moment you cry. Peace and safety. You will be uprooted from this earth. The Lord says you will be forgotten and your memory will cease from the earth. You will be erased from before me. Thus saith the Lord. Tsunami warning in the harbor. In the harbor. Ring the alarm for the New York City disaster 
tsunami in the Bay Area. California shall lie at the bottom of the sea. Your disasters are at hand. A wall of water, America. I will wash you. I will drown you. I will wash you clean of your fornications. I will purge the evil that lies beneath your false appearance and everyone will see who you are and how hard the Lord judges you. New York will be a desolation. The whole state. Don't think you will escape. I will drown New York City until there will be nothing left of it. The postcard city will be destroyed. There is a tidal wave coming to America. I will cover you, America. I will bring you and all your emotional garbage to the bottom of the sea. You corroded the emotions of men. You made them cruel. You made them heartless. You made them lewd and evil, even to the unborn and the very young. You will be drowned at the end of your days. The ending of your existence will be to be written out of history and into oblivion. I will destroy you for the way you destroyed my earth. But the final end I saw is that the shelf beneath the country broke and it sank to the bottom. And as I was watching that vision, the Lord says that the end, end, end of this nation, this is when all the wars have been fought. This is when all the captivities have been captived will be to sink to the bottom of the ocean and be no more. And he said that he will remove Babylon from before his sight forever. So that is why God's anger burns and cannot be put out. And so these things that I was seeing, they were being written down in what is usually my own notebook, but not by me. I saw a hand writing with an iron pen. That's the name of this prophecy, the iron pen. So I was simply watching the prophecies be written, and then I would read what, what had been written. And so I said, oh Lord, but what is to become of us who are living here? What, what will happen to us? I didn't actually say it in the vision. I said that. And then the pen wrote, you will be driven out to surrounding lands, to all the lands of the earth. You will be removed to the judgment to serve your enemies in foreign lands. You will be scattered to the four corners of the earth. You will be put to the sword. You will be judged by the Lord God Almighty who judges fairly and perfectly in all things. And it is true that God says of himself in Psalm 9 at least that he is the only wise judge. He judges the nations perfectly. So God is the only one who is able to sit in perfect judgment of the nations and say, you have done this and you have done this and the punishment for this and what the Lord punishment for this will be that. And what God has said to America consistently is that he is the God who gives a whole judgment. That means 
that he looks at all the crimes, he looks at all the victims, he looks at the length of time that the crimes have been committed against the victims, he looks in the land to see if there are any who practice righteousness, he looks into the leadership to see has the leadership investigated the crimes, has the leadership over time, because I know that people will immediately split in their minds into their parties and one party will say, well, it's the Reds. God is looking at the standard of American leadership over time. Has it gotten better? Has it at least maintained a facade of caring about what is good and righteous in the nation? Has it deteriorated? Is it salvageable? Or is it just going to be progressively worse until the end of time? What is to be done so God will assess all factors and then he will render, as he says, a fair and a perfect judgment in all things. And the reason that there is so much strong pushback is because people are unable to stand before God's fair and, pub and perfect justice. They feel that if God were truly fair and truly perfect, he would list all the things that are on the America series and the sin series and still say, but still, I think I can unplug that little drainage and let maybe 15 or 25 years of the most recent sin go down. And then the cup will be half full and I will give you guys time to fill it again. He is not like that. The word that the Lord gave me in March is that the cup of the Amorites is full. The Amorites were a particularly wicked and sinful people, a real thorn in God's flesh. And so he judged them very harshly. And he said that the cup of the Amorites, AKA Babylon, AKA the United States of America is also full. And so though people want to insist that there should be some reconsideration and we're good people here and not everybody, the judgment is indeed everybody. Iniquity is upon the land. Just because you didn't have the abortion doesn't mean that you don't have prejudices in your heart. And then you say, well, you know, I, I don't think so. Just because you don't have prejudices in your heart don't mean you don't have an eye gate problem and you, you may not be on the internet looking at salacious material, but whoever walks by in front of you and your wife, your eyes linger just a little bit too long because you have not made a covenant with the eye gate. And so the whole land lies under the judgment. And this is something that the Lord is constantly bringing to me. Have they never heard of when judgment comes to the land? Why do they not read the word to come into a fuller understanding? In Ezekiel 9, when the judgment came to the land, did the judgment go around and say, well, you know, this class didn't do it? No, the judgment was simply between the righteous and the unrighteous. That was the only standard. That was the only measuring stick. And because it is wrought like that, because it's set up like that, the judgment is out of the hands of men. You can't be judged according to how you feel you should be judged. The only, the only power that you have over judgment is now. It's how you live. It's how you speak. It's what you choose to do with your free time. It's what you do when no one is watching you. That is the only way you affect judgment with what you do now. And then later when judgment comes, you will find out how you did according to the perfect, wise, and fair judgment of God. The next part is called refugees. You will sit in the foreign centers of the world. You will sit in massive processing refugee camps waiting to receive assistance. America, when you run away, you will run away too late and with nothing. You will never believe me until it's too late. 
and that too is your punishment. To hear the word and call to hear the word of the Lord and call it a lie, isn't that your snare? Isn't that your trap? Indeed, the Lord sent a lying spirit into them, and it deceived them to think that they were unbeatable. It made them think that they were unconquerable until their gates were burned to ashes and their soldiers lay dead in the streets. The prophecy about soldiers laying dead in the streets is called the mother of seven. You can find that. That's been made into a video and it also is a written prophecy on the blog. I think that is from 2021. And what God is saying here, the prophecy about running to different nations of the world, sitting in the foreign centers of the world, one of those places will definitely be Canada. Another place that people will run for safety is definitely Mexico. And the prophecy about Americans jumping that high border wall, the wall that God said, you built that wall and you, you're, you're using it against the Mexicans now to keep them out and you wanted to get it as high as possible. And the Lord said, this wall will be a trap for you. This wall will be a difficulty for Americans as they want to flee now away from the types of things that will be happening here because to get little people over that wall, little children, small kids over that kind of several foot high wall that has been built so tightly and along such long areas of the country it will backfire on this country so mexico will have um, such a place and a processing center a foreign processing center but as he was saying this i just saw a lot of people sitting you know just sitting on the ground there wasn't chairs or anywhere nice to sit it was just a lot of people sitting so shocked and so stressed that most people were not talking and they were just sitting with their knees up to their chest and just holding their knees and talking in small groups and they were waiting a lot of people were waiting in processing centers to see if countries would accept them please understand that not all countries will offer aid to America when she is at her lowest. Not everybody will have a soft heart. Many people will be rejoicing. You will see, I know for sure, the Lord said that the Arabs will be at the apex of their joy when this nation is going through her problems. And so that's what I was seeing people in foreign centers. And what, what I was receiving as I was seeing this picture is that people were waiting with anxiousness to find out if they would be allowed to be processed into that country to at least become an official part of that country, able to get help, able to get resettlement, able to get a place to stay and things like that. And so there will be massive processing refugee camps of Americans waiting to receive assistance. And God says, here's the problem that people don't know that a lying spirit has been released into the nation. And that lying spirit, if I had to give it a name, I would tell you that the lying spirit the Lord has allowed to enter America is pride. Pride is the reason that God says you never want to believe him until it's too late. So some people have been watching these prophecies. This is their fourth year. That means that they found me when I started in May 2019 and they have somehow managed to stick with me until now. And yet, if you ask them, do you have a passport? Do you have a single shred of paper that might grant you access to leave the country? They're still sitting with their hands folded because they think that this channel is something to watch not pray about and act upon. And God said, that too is your punishment. Some people hear the word and do nothing with it. Some people hear the word and they angrily reject it. And he says, you call it a lie, but that's your trap. So reject the Lord's word, but you don't know that a lying spirit is in you. And the lying spirit of pride, God says, will deceive this, the people of this country until the last minute to think that they can't be beaten. 
People will think that they can't be beaten by Iran. They can't be touched by Iraq. They can never be revenged upon by Syria. They can never be revenged upon by any of the people that they've gone and fought wars with. They're unconquerable. You see Russia having its conflicts now with Ukraine and Americans are laughing, primarily laughing. Oh, they couldn't take over a toy factory and it's just a bad move on Putin's part. And a lot of things are being said and all those things that are being written everywhere, the Lord is observing those things. This is a people who think that they are unconquerable and God says this deception that you cannot be beaten, that America cannot fall, that Babylon will live always. He says it will carry on in the hearts of the people for that is the trap that is upon them to keep thinking that way right until the gates of the nation are burned and soldiers are laying dead in the street. The prophecy, if you want to find out about people going to Mexico, it is called Isaiah 13 and Russia and war. That is what it is called. God says, tell them I have no quarrel with them, the foreigners. I have no quarrel with the foreigner in the land of Babylon. He said, even the visa holders, and this is the same thing he was telling me last night, August 22nd, 2023. He said, even visa holders, whether you are a 10 or a 20 year visa holder, the Lord says, you've been here for 10 or 20 years on a green card or something else, a work permit. He says, I have no quarrel with you. He says, you are not innocent because you are fools like Lot who chose Sodom and Gomorrah to live in without knowing what a den of iniquity he had settled in. But I will show you mercy. If you hear my voice, if you know my voice now as I am speaking to you, come out of Babylon and be separate. Come out of her and go home. Otherwise, when I strike the land, you will be struck with her and you will pay the same price with those who are born of the land. This judgment is for the land of Babylon and her sons and daughters. But whoever will come out of Babylon, hear the word of the Lord and come out from her and be separate. So the first way to come out of Babylon is you that are still listening to songs with filthy lyrics, all the F words that they are using, they're coming out of your mouth. And yet at the same time, you say that you are a child of God. You are a deceived person and the truth and the light of the Holy Spirit is not active in you. You are still following all the little trendy cats and whoever cats in the music industry. You are still lining up and going to concerts where you can see them putting up 200 foot holograms of demons and chanting words over the crowd and things like that going to Coachella and things like that still embedded deep in the matrix of a fallen harlot nation if you are any type of Christian, whether you are old or young, stuck in shadows and lights, pretending that you are gods and living like Satan's, God says that's the first level of separation. You must repent of participating in Babylon's sins. This means any of the sins that you have heard me mentioning on this blog for the last four years, repent to the Lord in full, confessing those sins that you may receive personalized, not American, personalized forgiveness from the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will receive you. And then in that cleansed status, you then begin to look at the second layer of coming out. This is a process. You have lands, you have property, you have family, 
You have everything. You might have never traveled in your life. You might be full of questions where to go. I cannot answer those things for you. The place I have always told people to go is back to the Lord of the prophecies. God is literally waiting for people in their prayer closets. They prefer to speak to me as if I should offer answers. But the person who sent the word to me, and it has come upon me and now fallen on the nation, those who are listening and those who will receive, he is waiting for you to go back to him. He is waiting to hear your voices in repentance and prayer. And so God says he has no problem. He has no quarrel with foreigners. It's just that the, the foreigners are foolish for coming to a place like Sodom and Gomorrah and sitting here with their eyes open in a den of iniquity when they can see what is happening. But he says you will get mercy. So if you know what his voice sounds like, begin to look to yourselves and see how to find a pathway back to where you came from. The second passage I'm going to read is from Isaiah chapter 13 and verse 3. This is the banner scripture for this message. I have commanded my sanctified ones. I have also called my mighty ones for my anger, those who rejoice at my exaltation. And so the Lord is saying here, not that the nation of Russia is perfect. God alone is perfect and God will not excuse any evil that a country does. But God has often said in these messages that Russia is far more holy and far more righteous and far more moral than the United States. That Russia is a country that practices far more righteousness than the unrighteous, unholy, unstopped and unstoppable immorality that that is practiced here in America. And he calls them his righteous weapons of war and said that when they are destroying this nation, they are acting righteously. Now in the Bible, when nations depart from the Lord, they are always destroyed from their enemies. This is a tried and tested tenet of Bible prophecy. If you don't know Bible prophecy, you can find it in the middle of the Bible. If you invest the time and read those books, you will understand that God is very much a person of structure and a person who keeps and adheres to his own rules at all times. Any nation that sins is destroyed. It doesn't matter that we are in the age of online TV and online shopping. Nothing has changed since the ancient days. When kingdoms sin, they first slide down in relevance, and then they slide down in power, and then they slide down in influence, and they get soft on the inside because of the sin, the rot that they are carrying on the inside until eventually they are dismissed in heaven. Once you are dismissed in heaven, you are of no more use to the Lord. You have become salt that is no longer salty. God can no longer use you to carry out righteousness in the earth. And the only end, as Jesus said in the book of Matthew, for salt that is no longer salty is to cast it away so that people can trample it under their feet. In the same way, because America has lost the salt of the gospel that once rang out in her and made her an example to all nations, a bright shining light to all who would know Christ. God has no use for this nation. So even though the nation talks about itself and says, we're the best and we're the greatest and we're the biggest and we're the strongest in heaven, the Lord says, depart from me, thou unclean, depart from me, thou who practice abominable wicked 
wickedness in my sight. Once God is not backing a nation, it will find that here on earth, it will continue to make the wrong move. You can find this in the prophecy ascendancy. God says that America will continue making terrible mistakes in the international space. This is not faux pas where you make perhaps a wrong comment here or there. America will make terrible missteps, terrible wrong moves that will see her building up many, many enemies. And now we come to what God says from this time forward, wars are determined. So I saw two things, not saw as in pictures, but just saw as an impressions God put upon my heart. Russia will greatly expand from this time forward that we have observed in the international space. Russia is not going to cease growing its influence. Russia is not going to cease expanding. Russia is not going to cease um, walking about to and fro in the earth, building up friends and allies on one side and taking territory for herself. There is a prophecy on the master's voice. I think it's just called Russia. It says Russia in something. But in that prophecy, I saw a voice from heaven call a sleeping bear. And the voice said to the bear, arise and consume much flesh. And the bear had three ribs in its mouth. And this shows that Russia will be part of the end times, powerful amalgate beast system, but it will have the right to suck to itself much territory. As the bear in the book of Daniel was told, arise and consume much flesh. Russia will consume much territory. So the Lord says from this time on, wars are determined. And what I saw is not only the expansion, the continued growth and expansion of Russia, but what I saw is that war began to come to America, war in the press, war of words, war in the international space, and eventually physical wars. The Lord said that America will begin to get into international disputes and international spats with her neighbors, with her allies, the people that she thinks are her friends or the people that count themselves America's true friends. And she will also begin to get into skirmishes and shouting matches and public arguments with people who do not like her at all. He says that there will be economic and trade warfare in the United States. And I think the prophecy on the blog is called World Politics America. And in that prophecy, I saw China and Russia climbing up very fast. Remember, I said that I'm integrating the old prophecies with this new one. I saw China and Russia climbing up very fast, up like a metal pole. Each nation had a pole and they were climbing very fast up their pole, but America kept slipping down her pole and she was not making much progress. I even saw smaller countries, I think it was the Philippines or some small country was going up their pole of dominance, going up their pole of um, expansion, going up their pole of development even faster than the United States was. In that prophecy, the nations were playing tennis, but every time America hit the ball, the umpire yelled against her, fault, fault, fault. And she kept making a lot of false starts and she got very angry because she kept hearing fault. And as she got more and more angry, this, of course, caused her game to get even worse. So the Lord says that wars are determined against America. 
economic warfare, trade warfare, and even physical wars will come to this nation. He says that America has spread herself too thin, and that will be the reason she will fall. And the Russia and China series was God saying to America that the bitter punishment that you will bear among many bitter punishments will be that your enemies will grow stronger than you. You will first watch them grow in ascendancy, which means to watch them grow in power, to watch them grow in wealth, to watch them grow in influence, and the most bitter stab to America, to watch them grow in popularity. Russia and China will become feted. They will become celebrated. They will become lauded. They will be praised. They will begin to set the trend in the international stage. And America, the Lord says that you will fall into irrelevance. You will go into a slump. You will go into what he calls political madness, which is that a spirit of madness will enter your leaders and they will become fools. I shared in one prophecy that what God said would be is that the leaders of America would be as people facing five choices ranging from best choice, not so bad choice, still okay choice, not really great choice worst possible thing that you could do. And after gazing at those five choices or even 10 choices, the Lord says that the spirit that will move the heart of America's leaders, they will pick the worst possible choice and they will consistently make decisions that will destroy this nation and break it down. America, you will go into war. This is a guaranteed fact. You will have at least three years of civil war. God is saying, if any can climb into heaven and change his mind, that is the only way that war will not come. God says that people will hate each other in this country in a manner that foreigners will not understand. So that Japanese person working at the office will simply not understand why on earth the people in the office cannot abide one another, why they are always jockeying for a position, trying to get the other person fired, backbiting. They will be there on their little foreign assignment and wondering what on earth is going on. Why is the office culture like this? God says it is the upwelling of the madness that will eventually spill into civil war. And I see Fox News and CNN riding on the back of this rejected bull, whipping this bull to the last of its life. It is as if this, this, this um, animal that was a cow now appears as a bull and is being ridden to the end of a cliff, to the end of its life and to the end of a cliff. I see end of a cliff. CNN and Fox News, CNN and Fox News seated on the back of this bull, flogging this animal, flogging this animal. And God says that it will be the media who can be pointed to as the ones that will eventually drive this country into civil war. God says they will magnify every transgression. They will magnify every small thing. They will play it again and again on the news. Any small thing that happens in communities, that happens between different ethnic groups, different racial groups, it happens between the rich and the poor, that happens between the state and the citizens, they will replay it on a loop until people snap and take up arms against one another. I'm seeing my own 
same prophecy on the blog from a few years ago of the two men, the Civil War picture that I found after much hunting of the two men pressed up against one another, of the two different armies that were here in the Civil War, pressed up against one another with hatred about to go bullet for bullet. It's coming. It is certainly coming. God says an intolerance that you know comes from the spirit realm. It cannot come out of man at this level. This is a spiritual intolerance that will make it impossible for people to accept one another. Blood will flow, not only in America, but in other nations. I said before that I saw war breaking out like a rash. War breaking out like a rash. God says there will be international skirmishes. A skirmish is just when two countries maybe have an eruption. It may be with weapons. It may not be. It may be just a day or two or a week or two of violence and then it just dies down. Or it may escalate into full out war. God says, have you not read the history books? Do you think that war is a joke? Have you ever heard of displacement of persons? God says that if mercy is shown to you, you will not have war, but what you will have is all the problems that go along with war. Displacement of millions of people. The refugee crisis is coming back to public awareness. The refugee crisis is coming back to this world. The refugee crisis is about to break out more than ever before. This will be an international humanitarian crisis on a scale and on a level that nobody is going to be able to cope with. Nobody has that many spare blankets, he's saying. Nobody has that many cans of food. Nobody has the amount of milk that will be needed for children who no longer have parents. This is for all nations. War is coming to the nations. This is difficult. This is very difficult. I do see the red horse that is riding. I do see the red horse. And this thing is dressed almost as if it's a human being in a military uniform, in a military jacket. It's also dressed like a gorilla, like those rebel soldiers, gorilla soldiers. So today it is about Russia, the rise and the power of Russia, the times that are coming involving the nation of Russia and the fall and eventual breakage and eventual removal of the nation that is known as the United States. I have left navigable shores of the prophetic word. The kinds of things that the Lord is revealing to me now are things whereby you will listen and the Holy Spirit in you will discern who is speaking to you, or you will not be able to tolerate the words that are coming forth, and that is your own decision. You cast them away, you keep them, you find them interesting and put them in a little cookie jar for later. Whatever listeners do with these words, it is completely up to you, but I know that what God has entrusted to me will come out exactly as he has said. These are the words of the Lord that I received this morning at around 11 a.m. I have commanded my holy ones for my vengeance, for my righteous weapons of war. They are righteous when they destroy you, for you are a nation that loves to do evil. You have not departed evil since I warned you long ago. Now your destruction will come upon you and will not be turned back. From this time forward, Wars are determined.
Wars will not stop until the final time of the evil one, where they will be stopped only for a season as a trial and a deception to further the agenda of the beast. Wars are determined upon you, America. Economic and trade warfare, as well as physical wars, will come against you. You are spread too thin, and that will be your downfall. And so the pen said that some will be driven out to surrounding lands, to all the lands of the earth. And there are live prophecies to that effect. Those with the citizen children, if you are wise, for these are things that I already started to speak to people about in 2015, long before I appeared here, that if you give birth to a child here in the United States and you're just sitting pretty and you don't begin to investigate what that child needs to be able to cross borders, then I hope you're going to cross the border in a canoe or a hot air balloon because these people, weaponized, dressed up, military people with the full rights of the state to arrest, detain, and maybe even take life, they will be at every exit and entry point and you're not crossing out if you are a citizen and you do not have alternative papers from your country of origin. And that is one of the ways that people will be driven out to surrounding lands. I've said in previous prophecies that some people will go at their own request. They will. I saw visions where people were asking, Americans were asking their own children. It wasn't only people, foreigners, who decided, you know what, I'm going to leave. God has long been talking about the exodus of foreigners, that they will sniff the changes in the wind very early and start to quit these high-paying jobs and change all their assets into asset things and take with them whatever they can take with them. And then there are other people who will linger and then the times and the pressures will be that you will end up fleeing like that other video I saw where people were just throwing the gold and the silver into SUVs and children documents and they were headed not for the airports, they were headed for the land borders because the government had passed a law that made quite a bit of private property illegal. You couldn't hold it anymore. You couldn't have it anymore. And so people obviously couldn't run with houses. They couldn't run with golf clubs. They ran with small paperwork and they ran with gold and whatever else they had. They ran with what, what money they had and they fled for the borders with their families or by themselves as retirees. That's one way that people will flee into surrounding lands. I have spoken about how the Lord said that in the times to come, in the years to come, South America will not be brown anymore. It will be white because Americans in their millions are going to flee and resettle in those lands. There is another prophecy that if I have time, I will make it, but probably not today. It's called diaspora. And in that prophecy, the Lord was saying that Americans are going to go to the most unheard of destinations. And the Lord was saying that Americans are going to go to Papua New Guinea. He said, Celestial, Americans are going to go to places that if you are looking at holiday destinations and you are looking at retirement spots for them, they would never pick that a hundred out of a hundred. And so he was, he was listing places that traditionally you would not even think it especially in the future times of political tensions and things you would not even think it's safe for an american to move there i saw them in constantinople i saw them in istanbul i saw them in beirut and it was a very different type of american that was there no longer boisterous no longer noisy no longer demanding no longer touristy very quiet very humble 
doing their absolute best to be polite to everyone and assimilate because the times were bitterly different against this nation and people who had managed to flee with their life and at least some type of funds had learned a very core and pivotal lesson that when God says he will humble you, God will seriously humble you. So the, the message here is, the scripture is, therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. And this is Revelation 18, verse eight. So I've always said that in order for you to follow these prophecies, you must be conversant with Revelation 18. The problem for a lot of people is that they staunchly refuse that America is mystery Babylon. And once you take out this key portion of scripture, how God is going to judge the one that he says is a defiled cup that has made all the nations drunk. That's one indictment, a defiled cup that has made all the nations run mad. That is a second indictment, a defiled cup that has defiled all the nations, meaning that they practice the same abominations that they have watched her practice on TV, the same abominations that she has flown to their countries or given them a controlling call from Washington and told them over the years, you must legalize this and you must do this. That defiling cup has defiled the nations. So that is the third indictment. And God says for that, the plagues of mystery Babylon will come in the same day. But if you deny that America is mystery Babylon and you want to pin it on the Roman Catholic church and you want to pin it on Iraq or the Persian Gulf or wherever it is, then it will be impossible for you to marry these precise prophecies that God is giving to the precise judgments in Revelation 18. Because in Revelation 18, it says that mystery Babylon will be burned so thoroughly that the smoke of her burning will rise to the heavens. And then one of the prophecies God has given me, he has said that America will be bombed so thoroughly and that he will also send a contingent of rocks here that will be on fire and strike the country so bad that the smoke of America will rise until it can be seen from Google Maps. It will be able to be seen by whatever that software is that looks at all the countries from far off and sees them. So there's congruence in what is handled here and what Revelation 18 says. But once you throw Revelation 18 out and says it's not America, then it is very easy for you to then say these prophecies also are not true. And so I said to the Lord, what exactly are you saying, Lord? What do you mean, six men and all that? Please, Lord, what are you saying? And the response I got was for him to flash me an image of soldiers in full commando gear standing on the streets. And I have already shared that this was one of the first visions that I got from the Lord towards the latter half of 2013, that it was either a dream or a vision, I can't remember which, but that I saw Russians in full gear here in the street and they were swarming everywhere and they were killing people indiscriminately. It didn't matter if you were a woman or a child or anything, they were simply cutting people down. And God says that the nations of the world will receive a very crystallized reality when they see how America will fall and they will flee in their millions out of this place without regard for whatever property or riches they leave behind. And I covered those things in 2022 when I said that there's going to be 
a, a separate diaspora of foreigners that foreigners are going to realize that signing up for the American dream does not mean signing up to die with America in her problems and they're going to disengage. They're going to take their skills. They're going to take their assets. They're going to take their savings. They're going to take their availability to do the kind of jobs that America both needs and the kind of jobs that America does not want to do. So this is essential skills in the medical department, manufacturing, wherever else you find a lot of foreigners congregated like IT, for instance. And also they're going to leave. They're going to take their wealth, their investments, their children, their everything. And America is going to go into a very real economic slump because once people disengage and they go out with their funds and they go out with their assets, there's going to be a material shift in how the country operates in who's available to do the work and we will feel it. So it will be a crystallized reality for other countries and they will flee from this nation and god says that's exactly how the nations will abandon america they will run away without care for whatever valuables they have to leave behind and taking only their lives they will fill the airports in panic as for the first time god says we will see people we will see the nations of the world the nations means the different peoples fleeing from a developed nation as they have done in the past when undeveloped nations undergo a setback or a terrorist threat or sometimes political collapse. So it is very rare that you see people running away from Western nations. There's, there's no reason for panic and there's no reason for fear in Western nations. They're stable. They have stable and well-established democracies. They are also the ones that basically set the tone for the whole world. And so people aspire to go into these nations and you very rarely see people coming out. But God says for the first time, we will see people fleeing from a first world country the same way they flee from war or terrorist threats or political collapse in nations that are not considered first world. And Jeremiah 51 and 45 bears this up. The verse that the Lord gave me was, Come out of her midst, my people, each of you, save yourselves from the fierce anger of the Lord. So as you listen to these prophecies, you, you cannot mistake the fact that God is in judgment mode when he says these things, regardless of when they actually come to pass. People are always asking me, well, when is this? And the question I always ask back is, what are you going to do about it if you had a date to put on Google Calendar? What are you going to do about it? The heart behind asking when this is, is usually you just want to know how much time you have either to get ready or how much time you have to continue with the lifestyle that you currently are pursuing, which means that when you hear these prophecies, you are not being moved perhaps in the right direction, which is to go straight to prayer, to go straight to the Holy Spirit, to go straight into deeper relationship with the Father so that you can find out not when they are, but how you are going to traverse and travel these things. I continue with the Lord's words. All the major international news networks will cover the story of the century. Only the foreigners will be able to leave. U.S. citizens will be prevented from leaving. This includes all foreign nationals who have taken oaths of citizenship to America. They will be counted as natural born citizens as well as all naturalized dwellers who do not currently hold a current passport for their original country. 
God was even speaking here at the time that banks will not be functional. This is all the way back in 2015, saying that banks will be shut down and they will be giving out very little money at this time. It will turn into a complete martial law search and seizure. And so the wave will stop where God tells it to and it will not go any further. The next part is civil war. Civil war is coming and you will get your fill of the wars that you have so freely exported to others. You carried war everywhere, America. You troubled the nations. You killed the peoples. You tore up their borders and you robbed their resources for yourself. You left women wailing and you left children without parents. Therefore, your women will wail louder than them and your children will be on their own. Thus says the Lord, a civil war so brutal that blood runs in the streets, man against woman, boy against girl, child against adults. A wave of madness that can't be contained will descend upon this nation and for three long years, Americans will tear each other as if they all do not share one national anthem and one flag. Three years. This is capital letter emphasis. If prayer is not made, it will be more. More years, war will come and the borders of America will shut such that anyone fleeing on foot will be turned back unless they know their way into the wilderness passes where you can escape into other nations. The government will turn on you. The government will go rogue. The government will be savage. The government will take off the mask and when the people see who they are, they will break out in revolt and they will be savagely persecuted by their own government, even to the shedding of blood. So in that prophecy, the Lord um, said that he was going to judge America and he said he announced it that day. And that was at least two years ago in the early part of 2021, where he said he will no longer receive prayer for America. So if anyone prays for America, the Lord said as far back as 2021, that you are wasting your time, that the option of if my people who are called by my name is not available for America. This is a prophecy that I brought where I said that I saw myself doing online shopping, but every time I was trying to click items in the online store, like grace, mercy, forgiveness, and put them into my cart, I was being prevented. And then the Lord said to me, daughter, look. And when I looked at the top of my shopping profile, it said America. Those things were not available for America. Grace, mercy, forgiveness. I could not click them and put them into America's cart. But once I changed the shopping profile and I put in, for instance, my name, I saw that there was an abundance of good things from God that were available for me to put into my cart. And this is a picture of the Lord saying that individuals who are lifting up prayer for individuals, you know that your granddaughter is stubborn. You know that your grown son of 42 years old is a devoted lifetime atheist trans somebody. You know that your son or daughter is teaching evolution at a high school somewhere and corrupting young minds and destroying their ability to believe in God. You lifting up prayer for that person's heart to change and for them to come to repentance. Yes, the Lord will hear it. But the minute you go and stand before him and start this God bless America, make America great again, any of that, it is not going to work. 
God is not going to be receiving those prayers or paying attention to them at all. And should Americans consider that their word is higher than the prophetic word of the Lord. And they think, well, I don't care what she says. The Bible doesn't stop anyone from praying for their land. And you go and do it. The Lord told me that he knows you will do it because you are obstinate as anything and rebellious. And he said to remind you that when he told Moses that they would die in the desert for refusing to enter Canaan, they also said, oh no, we repent. We will now go and enter into the promised land. And they went to do what they were told not to do. And they were slaughtered, a mighty slaughter that day. And that's how they understood that when God says the door is shut, then it is shut. The mother of harlots, fallen great Babylon, will stay that way. And the Lord says that the sin that is on this country, the sin that is upon the land for judgment, will stay in place. He says that the sin is inscribed with a pen of iron, and the scripture for that can be found in Jeremiah chapter 17. The sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron, with the point of a diamond it is engraved upon the tablet of their heart and on the horns of their altars, while their children remember their altars and the wooden images by the green trees on the high hills. O oh, my mountain in the field, I will give as plunder your wealth and all your treasures and all your high places of sin that are within your borders. And even you yourself shall let go of your heritage, which I gave you. And I will cause you to serve your enemies in the land, which you do not know. For you have kindled a fire in my anger, which shall burn forever. And I've read this passage on camera many times, and it simply says that the sin of a people can be written so deep that there's no way back. Many people don't study the Bible long enough to know, to understand this biblical principle as God, as God has taught us in the word, which is, it's possible to go too far with the Father. It is possible to reach the end of the road. It is possible to cross a boundary where you can't go back. Esau crossed that boundary and he was no longer allowed to keep or enter back into his inheritance. Pharaoh crossed that boundary. He kept pushing the barriers of grace until he and all his people were destroyed. It is possible to reach the end of God's patience and mercy. And when you do that, there can be found no more forgiveness for your sin. To have your sin written with an iron pen means that it has been hammered so deep. When it is engraved with the point of a diamond, it means that a hard substance like a diamond needs to be used to write that sin down because the people are equally as hardened. And it says that it requires a diamond pen to write America's sin upon her heart. Diamonds only write on diamonds. The only thing that you can write on a diamond with, because it is so hard, is another diamond. And so God is saying, the judgment of America will be hard because it will match the hardness of America's heart. And he says that the sin is even written on the horns of the altar. 
Biblically, the horns of the altar are where Israelites knew to run into the sacred place and hold on to the horns of the altar because it meant that they were begging forgiveness for extremely grievous sins. When you sinned a sin that was above the norm, you could, if you could manage it, run into the sanctuary and grasp onto the horns of the altar. And all the priests knew, and even the king knew, if they brought him news that you were hanging on to the altar's horns, even the king knew that you were begging and pleading for your very life, and sometimes mercy would be granted. But if the Lord says that the sin of a nation has even gone to the altar where mercy is found, and the sin is now in the place where you are supposed to be begging for forgiveness, that truly means that sin has overtaken you and even entered into the place of mercy and grace. And there can be found no recourse for those people. In this passage, Jeremiah 17, 1, 2, 4, please read it. The Lord says that the people will be let go from their heritage that he gave them. That means that they will be driven and cast out of the land. Driven means that circumstances will make certain groups of people leave this country. And Americans are counted within that group. We already know since the prophecies that I brought in 2022 and probably even prior to that, that people are leaking out of this country like water out of a leaky bucket. That little trickle right now that is only happening in the wealthy echelons will eventually become a stream and then a gushing river until you will hear in this prophecy, the Lord says that you who linger here too long, you will either be living in a destroyed landscape that has a curse on it, or you will end up in refugee camps in foreign lands because you waited too long to take your leave. Cast out means that you will now be driven out by force. And I will make you serve your enemies in a land that you do not know. This is speaking of a time of captivity where the people in the United States of America will be bounded up into bundles. They will be tied with zip ties, as I have been saying here since 2020, when I first brought the devastating prophecies of slavery that the Lord said will come back to America for the slavery that America did in the beginning of her rule of establishing herself and also for the many sins such as sexual immorality. The Lord says that people in America hate to dress properly. They hate to wear clothes. They hate to present themselves in a righteous and a modern fashion. They, he said that Americans don't only sell sex. They themselves have become the sex and for instance, you can see the multiple sex online portals now where young children have access to sell their bodies as visual prostitutes simply by using the telephonic devices that they have and a Wi-Fi connection. And so all of those things, the phrase I've been saying here since the year 2020 is you will be naked in front of who you don't want to be naked. Russians and Chinese will bind people up in processing centers and they will take them away from here on ships in a ironic replay of the slavery of the past. We looked at secret sins. We looked at very depraved practices that happen here in America. And when that series finally came to an end, the Lord then directed me to start the sin series, which of course should be easy to understand what it is. God is reading out to America through me, Celestial, the various charges that he has to bring against this nation. So this particular series has more of a kind of courtroom 
tone. And the reason it has a courtroom tone is because before a person can be judged, that person must be tried. And in the process of being tried, all the evidence against you must be read. And so the sin series is, I guess, particularly graphic because in it, God is exposing secret predilections and secret things that happen here in America. Some of them very well known and some of them not known at all. So we have looked at things like child sacrifice, human sacrifice, secret types of murders. We have looked at the fact that blood is regularly spilled here on open altars, such as the murder rate in the United States, such as the abortion rate in the United States. But we've also looked at secret killing and human sacrifice that takes here, things that people actually deny. Many people in the United States continue to deny that human sacrifice takes place here, but the Lord has exposed in many, many prophecies on the master's voice that human sacrifice is in fact a very sick kind of battery that America operates on. So human sacrifice is where people are snatched, taken, stolen away from their homes, and they are routinely tortured. They are almost always sexually molested from children to adults until their spirits and souls are almost at the point of physical expiry, meaning death. And then they are put to death in very, very graphic and clear satanic rituals that the Lord has revealed to me and that I've openly shared on this platform. I understand that the master's voice is not a prophetic channel that is easy to stomach, but at the same time, God is tired of bearing the knowledge of these things alone. God is also tired of so many of his people who form the end times church being absolutely and totally uninformed about the things that actually take place here, not only in this nation, but around the world. Many of the things that the Lord is exposing on this channel are international sins, global sins. However, the reason that America is being given pride of place is because America is the favored son. America is the greatest and the most powerful of the nations. At least she was, she is already in decline. You can try to deny it, but these are the words of the Lord that I am given to speak. And so I speak them with absolutely no fluff and pretense so that it can be known. America is in her period of decline, her swan song, as I have said in one of these prophetic words. And therefore, all that remains is to basically watch the elevator of this nation gradually go down, down, down until she comes to the place where God says she will be too weak to even fight off a child and she will be eventually destroyed and removed from the register of nations altogether. So God says that people will be numbered by their father's houses. And so a lot of people are going to start moving led by this internal tug to go to places that they may not even know anything about because they grew up somewhere else or they were born somewhere else. And he says the only tie that these people will have with that place that suddenly starts calling them back is this thing called ancestry. And that's why it's the name of today's prophecy. He said, people who have had all their education, they have given birth to all their children. They have built up their entire life network, their social network, their friends. They've opened businesses. They've done everything their whole lives in one country. God says that people will suddenly wake up one day and want to go home 
for no reason at all. He says they may not even know anybody back in this home. So you may have been from one country, you may be Mexican, and your parents have been here for six generations, and you guys hardly ever go back to Mexico for any festivals or anything. And all, maybe the grandmother and everybody else moved here to America, naturalized six generations here. So you don't really have ties at home. And God says that whether you have anything stored up at home, whether you have family ties back there, whether you guys have home property back there or not, meaning that you have nothing tangible tying you back there, he says that this urge to go back, it will eat at people. And it's because God is calling you there because you need to be there. And one thing that came through in the prayer call, hear this, is that when God was saying in those migration prophecies that war in America will be one of the catalysts that drives people out of here, and he was speaking especially to Africans, he was speaking especially to South Americans, two of the biggest groups that migrate here, God was saying to this group of people, that live in the islands, especially Haitians. Haitian is the nationality that he mentioned. And he said, Haitians, let me tell you something. I will save your lives by driving you out of this country before the war. God was saying that things will start to happen to Haitian Americans, such as your favorite, favorite, favorite uncle, or your parents who refuse to move here, or your grandmother. He said, they're going to suddenly take sick. It's going to be the kind of sickness that will hit your mom or hit your dad, that everyone will begin to quiver and think, we're about to lose mom, we're about to lose dad, we, we have to go back, we can't stay here, we can't sit here saying that, oh, we're working and whatever, and our mom is home. He said it will be the kind of sickness whereby you cannot give your mother to an auntie. Your mother will begin to feel like she needs your care, you the child. And he says that eventually you will wrap up your life here in America and you will go home, and when you go home, then your mom's gonna get better. He said he will do it. He said, I will drive them from here. I will drive them from these shores to save their lives. So don't be surprised if that starts happening to you. If you're from Jamaica, you're from Puerto Rico, you're from Mexico, you're from Ghana, wherever you are. The Lord said that by his own contrivance, contrivance means when somebody is working with a method that does not require your input. Everyone who has small children knows that you need contrivances to put them to bed because they always suddenly need to use the bathroom. They need extra water. They suddenly want to understand why the sun is hot at bedtime. So parents need contrivances to put these little ones to bed. And in the same way, God says that he will use contrivances to make people who would never leave America on their own, leave America now, God says that some people will start to feel that they're being called home like a need, that they need to be there. And of course, this may be challenging for people because a lot of people may not have the kind of money that just factors in moving completely to another country, you know? But as with all major life decisions, when you begin to feel this pull, when you begin to feel this fall, this call, remember every step in life, every decision begins on your knees. It does not start by hearing prophecy on the internet. This is not your starting point. When you hear the word of the Lord coming forth without thinking about it, the next step is to go to the Lord of the word to begin to break it down in his presence. Prayer is like a woman making bread. 
you put the oil of prayer into your hands and then you begin to work on this situation, kneading it through, squeezing it through until the answer comes forth from the Lord. It's not supposed to be an answer that comes forth from you. You are putting in the effort to pray and then the answer, the result comes from God. And as I was seeing in this series of visions that God was showing me back then, attention was drawn to something called the citizen child. So God was telling me today, Celestial, the citizen child is um, an age-old phenomenon that happens in countries that have a lot of immigrants coming in that have a mixed pot of people living in the country, people from all over the world, they will come to a country and live there. And then the next thing is obviously people are falling in love. The foreigners are falling in love with the citizens of the country. And then they, they set up homes or, you know, they marry or they don't marry. And then they give birth to children of mixed descent. And in a country like America, if the mother, excuse me, please, if the mother or the father is the citizen, then obviously the child that is born in that marriage is a citizen. And that is basically what God calls the citizen child. But in, in the prophecy where I saw, and if you go back to the prayer call, you will see it. I was saying, God, why do I see so many people running before my eyes? I see people fleeing from the United States. I see them fleeing on foot. I see them fleeing in very difficult circumstances. I see that these are foreigners who do not want to have anything to do with the destruction of America as she tumbles into this very bloody and nonsensical war. But way back then when God showed me this, I shared that I wrote an email to about 50 people and almost none of them got back to me. That was their stance at that time. And one of the things that I mentioned, because this is what I saw is I saw what became of the citizen child. So this word from the Lord today is to you who are of foreign descent and you are the father, you are the mother of a citizen child. I saw that when America went through whatever she went through, the country became highly militarized like that. So it went from, oh, I'm in New, New York and I'm just going to go to New Jersey for the afternoon to see family and drive back through the Lincoln Tunnel. It was not like that. The borders became militarized and states were almost instantly cordoned off. One of the things I saw is that, for instance, if you live on Staten Island here in New York City, you could not get out. The Verrazano and the Brooklyn were shut off with soldiers, and these soldiers were like this, turn back, turn back, and you had to go back. So people who were across the water were automatically stuck there. Even people who are in Brooklyn were being blocked on the main arteries of the country from getting out to go to other states, and it became locked down pretty fast. But the dangerous thing I saw was happening at airports. I saw especially people people of African descent, because even in the prayer call, what God showed me is that other nations will flee, but no one will flee quite like the Africans. Many other nations, when America begins to deteriorate, these people have huge investments here. And so they're going to be sitting down and trying to figure out how much of their investments they can pull out, how much money they at least will be able to get out and take. But I saw that people from Africa were not interested in money, investments, houses, cars. They wanted life. And so they were some of the first people to up and leave and go back. What I saw interesting at especially the borders where people fly out is this citizen children were treated as the personal property of 
the United States. And later when I shared this aspect with my mother, because it confused me, she confirmed and she said, sweetheart, America owns everything that it owns. And that includes the citizens. This is why when people are taken captive, like they were in that, I think there's, there's so many conflicts that happen around the world and people get taken hostage. The first thing that America does is always negotiate for the citizens to come back. So that's exactly what, what's happening in the case of that NBA player, WNBA player that was taken by Russia. The first thing America will do is negotiate to get property back. And that includes people. So when it's happening in America coming to fetch you out of a horrible situation, then it's great. And you just think, you know, red, white, and blue, they're looking after us. But in the case of citizen children, when America was locking down like this, I saw terrible scenes at the airports where foreign parents, this is even two parents of foreign descent. So you are both from Ghana or one of you is from Paris and the other person is from Cameroon. And um, you met here and you married here, but your child became automatically a citizen by birth. And now you're trying to flee. Maybe you want to flee to Paris. Maybe you want to flee to Accra, Ghana. But what happens is you will find that there is a dragnet preventing you from extricating the citizen child. The citizen child is going to be held here by America. America is going to say, well, the two of you can go back to where you came from, but this child is ours by birth. This child has to stay here. And so God is warning people of foreign descent. And this was in my email when I warned people is that if you're here and you can hear the word of the Lord, which includes Revelation 18, which is come out of them, my people, and be separate. And you just sit there with your hands folded and you never go online to find out what are the protocols in your country of origin to find out what you need to do to perhaps get alternate paperwork for your 15-year-old, 18-year-old, 16-year-old three month old, and you just sit there and say, rah, rah, America, when it comes time to run and you cannot produce alternate paperwork to say, well, actually this is a Ghanaian child, or this is a French child, then you will fall prey to what I saw. And what I saw was parents, especially African parents, literally rolling on the ground at the airport as they were told that their 16-year-old, 15-year-old, and 5-year-old could not get on the plane with them. I saw terrible scenes where parents were forced to make horrible choices, and the horrible choice was get on the plane and leave an 18-year-old, 16-year-old, and a 5-year-old here to take care of themselves, which is a virtual impossibility or stay and participate in America's coming trauma. And so God sent me to give this word to you of foreign descent, which I have already given. Please do not think that Celestial has come to give you personal lifestyle advice because this is not what this channel here is for. God said in the prayer call, and I repeat, you think you came here to grow old? You think you came here to live here forever? I will chase you from these borders. I will drive you out from these shores because I am merciful. Because you have not participated in Babylon's sins, you shall not fall with her. And so to you, the parent of this citizen child who sits there and hears the word of the Lord and does not begin to do all things with wisdom, such as going to your country's website or embassy 
to find out what the protocols are, to see to it that in the day of calamity, you can pull out something, even if it is a laissez-passe, and say, but this is my child, so that you may exit the shores of Babylon, then that decision is with you. The second thing God said is that this nation is not focused on him at all. The nation is not watching for him. It is an entertainment-focused nation. And therefore, there's going to be sudden death here, no mercy, and a very high death toll. The third thing that basically is the most important, I would say, all of it is important, but is that there's a brutal civil war coming for America. How this shocked me when it came out of my mouth. Though I have prophesied it before and it is in writing, I saw that people were running away willy-nilly. And here I will just share briefly that um, when the Lord first revealed these things to me, he showed me how it would go down. I saw Russian soldiers, um, no, this is later, but basically he showed me that America would go into a brutal civil war, brother against brother, and the country is going to experience some um, almost it's going to be almost like the lockdown. The country will be locked down. And what I saw was foreigners fleeing. As far back as 2015, I wrote a very detailed email and the Lord told me to share this. I wrote a very detailed email and I sent it to about 50 people and about 40 of the people on that email were my family. So you might think, oh, I'm just sitting here and I dropped out of the sky. I have family. I'm connected to people. I speak to them. So I know what it is when your family listens to you and I know what it is. When your family does not listen, the majority of my family absolutely did not even respond to that email. It was like I had never sent an email at all. And yet the civil war is coming. People fleeing to South America, people fleeing to Africa, people going as far afield as Asia. I saw people racing into South America who are not even South American. And um, here with one of my dearest sister's permission, I will share... Um, Two dreams that she had. This was many years ago, I think, in 2014. I was sharing with her. This woman has been in my life forever. And I was sharing with her about the things that the Lord was starting to show me, them very concerning things. And I was trying to lead her to understand how important these things were. Now, understand 2014 was a very long time away because this is 2022. But for me, the urgency was the same then as it is now. And I was trying to get her to understand and she wasn't understanding because she was saying, well, how can God do these things to America? And I finally had to say to her, people who want truth don't ask questions. People who want truth ask God, go to the Father and ask him to reveal these things that I'm saying to you. And she went away and within the period of three days, she had two dreams and she came back to me with those dreams and I will share those dreams now. Her first dream was that she dreamt there was no food in America. She said that it was the most devastating thing that she had ever seen. She said that um, she saw that McDonald's was costing over $100. And she said, this is an impossibility because I know the cost of a Happy Meal. But she said, a burger, a simple burger without the Coke and everything else was above $100. And she said, very few people could afford that food. That is so common right now. And she said, another thing that she saw is that people gathered around the trash in the McDonald's. And when a person who could afford the food was finished and would throw things away, people would then begin to fight over those scraps that are left on the tray or that are thrown into the trash. They would try to grab before the person put the leftovers in the trash. The second thing that she saw was that she said she saw Americans by night at the borders. And I've spoken of this before. 
She said she saw Americans at the borders and they were struggling with all their might to climb those impossibly high border walls. And I've prophesied to America and I've said, America, God said to tell you that the walls you have built will be your prison. As you built those walls to keep others out, you shall be held back by those walls and perish within them. She said that she saw a father struggling with all his might and he had managed to help the mother get over and they had gotten the more agile children over but now they were in they were stuck because they did not know how to get the smallest child who obviously has to be helped the whole way over that wall and she said to me it was by night and i could not believe that this was america and i've spoken in the prophecy saying that americans who can make it will flee into south america and i saw them sitting in the houses of mexican people crying bawling screaming to the point that their children who had never seen such emotion out of their parents were paralyzed and i said that the older mexicans really didn't have time for that because they're very practical people. So the older Mexicans were trying to find clothing for the children and trying to figure out in their small houses who's going to sleep where. It was the younger Mexi Mexicans who were better with English, who were taking time to try and comfort Americans who were crying. And I saw that Americans were heartbroken. They could not believe what had happened to their homeland. And they knew that they were in exile forever. They were never going home. And you will hear on the prayer call that God says, I will leave no remnant here. I will scatter them into the nations. And what God is saying there is this is the punishment for the slavery that America has done. Scattering God's people into the nations. And so God says that he will scatter Americans into the nations. And the remnant, meaning the ones who survive, that he holds, that he has mercy on. He said that the punishment for the living will be forever being asked to tell your story. So people will keep asking, what did you people do to anger the Lord of hosts in this way? How did you come to this point where you so enraged God? And God says, that people will be forced to tell their story again and again and again of how America was destroyed. God spoke to immigrants and he said, you thought you came here to retire. You thought that you came here to stay here forever. You thought that you would um, put down roots and this would be home. I will scatter you back to where you came from because I'm a merciful God. You will not stay here. You are not going to pay for America's sins with her. I will drive you out. And if I don't drive you out, I will allow the circumstances of life to squeeze you until you finally can't hold any on anymore and you leave yourself. I and so God says that the job the beast government will do here in Mystery Bob Babylon will make the old communist leaders, Lenin and Stalin, very proud. And the reason for that is because America will no longer resemble a free nation. She will not at all look like what she is now, where people say anything and they do anything and they're like, I have rights, I have rights, there will be no rights. And the nation will become captive to the wishes of the beast system. And the Lord says, come out from among her, my people. Live separate from this land of iniquity. Iniquity is a type of sin that is extremely hard to remove. It is, it is like taking crushed coals, the dust from crushed coals, and scraping and raking your, your nails in that dust for a very long time. And we know how fine coal dust is. 
scraping and, and rolling your nails, especially in that dust. And then you think that by a surface washing of the hands, so you wash your hands on the surface, you think that that will attack that dust underneath your, your nails. It absolutely will not. Iniquity is basically ingrained sin. And the sin is ingrained because it has found a groove. It has found a place of weakness and it has burrowed in there. It is the kind of sin that you actually see passing down in families from generation to generation. It is a kind of sin that you find a person struggling with again and again and again. And even when that person wants to follow God, even when that person wants to break chains, break yokes, come out of it, it becomes extremely difficult for that person to do. And God says that America is a land of iniquity. America has sinned a groove into the earth. And all she does is deepen the groove with every day, every week, every month of the same cycle of sin. Pedophilia, homosexuality, bestiality is about to is now hitting the press in the United States of America. Sexual immorality, one of America's oldest crimes, abortion, many other things that have all been covered in the sin series and covered here for the last few years. God says that it's time for those who are truly his people to live separate from that. He says go where you can go. Do not partake of judgments to come for the iniquity of the land. Humble yourself under the hand of God. Repent. Repent for the sin of your own soul and be separate from the sin of the land. Iniquity reigns in America. A great pride shall be humbled and many shall come out of Babylon according to my promise. So the Lord says quite plainly here, a prophecy that you can find in, I think one from last year, it's called Ancestry. He says, go where you can go. Do not partake of judgments that are coming for the iniquity of the land. So quite plainly, God is saying, America is already judged. This means whether you accept it or not, whether you want to argue or not, whether you believe it wholeheartedly and you now want to know what to do, or whether you dismiss it and you say it is fear-mongering, that is just stressing out people's hearts, nothing like that is go ever going to happen. Please understand that God is past all that, and so am I. He is saying quite clearly here to people, go where you can so that you don't partake of any judgments that are coming to judge the sins of the land. Just a moment, please. Here is a little piece from a prophecy from February the 28th, 2022. The title is The Iron Gods. And the piece that I'm going to read to you here is where God is saying that people from the United States will scatter and go to the South American nations. And I brought that in several prophecies. I brought it in the prophecy that is entitled Isaiah 13, war and Russia. And it is here in this prophecy, the iron gods, you will be seen in the South American nations. You will be there among them, hidden there among them, lamenting all day long for the smoke of burning that will be seen rising from the borders of your homeland. You will not be a guest. This means you will not just be in Brazil. You will not just be in Ecuador on holiday. The Lord says you will be permanently relocated there for the sake of the trouble with which I will trouble you for all these abominations you have done without rest. As you troubled the world, America, as you troubled the world with your hammer, even so 
the hammer of the great God of heaven will trouble you. Blows that you cannot endure. Blows that you cannot sustain. Blows that you cannot return. This is the word of the Lord. And one of the visions in this prophecy, I saw Americans sitting in little modest houses in South America, crying and crying and crying, especially the women, crying to where they could not be comforted, crying to where they could not be told anything by their husbands or their children. They were crying for what had been done in America, for the fulfillment of the word of the Lord. And so you can remember, I think, to those of you who have been watching these messages, you will remember that there was a prophecy where God said that South America will actually become white. It is brown now, he said, but it will become white because of the massive, massive influx of Americans fleeing from here. They will flee with what they can carry. And the Lord says that even before civil war starts in America, many, many people will be leaking out of this nation, going to where they can go, going to wherever they can keep themselves safe. And God is saying that people should humble themselves under his hand and repent. They should repent for the sins of their own soul. And they should begin to separate themselves from the sin of the land. And this is not new. I've preached of this thing many times. And I've said that you listen to the prophecies of the Lord. And then the first, the first thing in the hearts of many people, especially the young people. And I've been saying this for a long time now. So you will hear the Lord say that this and that, this and that musician is judged by the Lord. Because this person has become an idol in the earth. And then the first thing out of a young person's mouth is, why are you talking about her? And why are you judging her? Who made you a judge for her? And Jesus has mercy on everyone. And Jesus loves her. And you're full of hatred. But what the Lord is saying here is that he is giving everyone in this country last opportunities to separate from the sin of the land. So this is a land where there is abortion. God is saying, separate yourself, not just from the act of abortion. You can't just say, okay, Celestial, I will distance myself from the act of abortion. You must likewise separate yourself from the kind of activities that lead young and older women and married women and single women into a position where they need abortions, which is having sex without marriage or being married and then deciding that you are the one who's going to set the cap and the bar on how many children come into your marriage. So the baby may come and the baby's not part of your plan. And so with or without your husband's knowledge, you then go and cut off that baby's life. The Lord is saying that it is time to step back from a fornicator's lifestyle because it is a fornicator's lifestyle that leads you to need abortions. It is a fornicator's lifestyle that needs you to become one who is pro-choice, one who wants to defend the right of the body over the right to life. One who wants to negate the reality of murder, for it is murder to put these children to death. By coming up with political slogans and by coming up with policy arguments that then make it okay in man's mind, for it will never be okay in heaven. To make it okay in man's mind that, well, there's, there's a reason that we need laws to put these children to death. God is saying that America is a land of wickedness, severe wickedness that cannot be healed. Read Isaiah chapter one up to at least verse 18. Read it and understand in a simple version what God is saying there. It is possible for a people, it is possible for a nation, a land, even a region to reach a point of such sin that the sin cannot be healed. There can be no atonement for that sin. 
It doesn't mean that the blood of Jesus Christ is powerless. It means that you have stretched grace to the point where you have broken it. And then God makes a value decision and says, no more grace, no more mercy. Now there must come judgment for this. So now the judgment will come and the judgments have already started to stretch and roll out themselves. And now God is sending a word of caution. This is how God loves. God doesn't love in reckless love lyrics. This is how the father loves. He is sending out a word of caution to say, repent of the sin of your soul. Repent of being a gay pride ally. Repent of every time that you put the, I got my whatever vaccine on your, on your Facebook. Repent of that. Repent of being an advocate and a supporter of sinful practice, sinful mindsets, sinful laws, and sinful policies. Do not be confused. Do not be transfixed by the United States of America and its loud mouthpiece. It's loud mouth that is always Satan talking and talking and talking into the earth. Do not let that thing deceive you. God is saying, recognize what is evil. Repent of where you have participated in it. Repent of where, even if you didn't do it, you were an advocate, you were an ally, you supported it. You, you are the one who comes with this, but what about this? And by that, you, that person that does Romans chapter one and verse 32, God is giving you a last chance to say, repent, confess that you were on the wrong path and humble yourself under his hand and separate from these lifestyles that have what drawn and attracted the judgment of God. This is what he is saying. And he is also saying that if it is within a person's power, don't actually stay in the land and participate. I've already brought the prophecies and said that in the times to come, and this is not ancient, ancient, far times, 40, 30 years from now. No, the Lord says that many people who have come to this country to settle, many people who came and they thought that they had found their forever home, many people who came to study and then decided to work and then decided to marry and then decided to have kids and stay here. God says that these people will see absolutely no value in living in the United States. They will renew their citizenships from wherever they came from and they will take themselves and their children on out of here. God says that other people will begin to have an awakening in their heart your heritage is not from here. Your ancestry is not from here. God says that he will begin to blow upon your heart and you will begin to think of your homeland and you will go there. For other people, the Lord says that you are stubborn. You are stubborn. You can see the writing on the wall, but you still want to stay. You still want to stay because you think, oh no, my life is better here than somewhere else. And you don't understand that you may stay here for the almighty dollar. And then the almighty dollar is going to crash the borders are going to shut like a metal garage door and you are going to be trapped in here. And if you are trapped in here, God says that you will fully share in the judgment of America with Americans. God has already said in the first prophecy, the land of mystery, Babylon part one, God says that tell the foreigners that I have no, I have no problem with them. My quarrel is not with you. My quarrel is with the native sons of America, the ones who are here, the ones who are from here. So he says, tell the foreigners, my quarrel is not with you. The only problem with the foreigners tell them is that they were fools who came to settle in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, not knowing what it was. And he likened those people to Lot. Lot chose to live in Sodom and Gomorrah without knowing what it was. He looked at it. It looked green. 
It looked successful. It looked like a great place to raise kids and raise crops and raise cattle. And he moved there and he found himself living with a bunch of sodomites who were also killing people who were greed, who had no human kindness and charity and were even sleeping with fallen angels. They were going after strange flesh. They came and they tried to beat down Lot's door because they wanted to sleep with the two angels that God sent there to bring Lot out of the land of iniquity. Do not miss the parallels of what is happening because you're busy on TikTok and Instagram and watching the news and watching everything. And the only thing you're not watching is the unfolding of prophetic truth and the word of God coming to life. God says, go where you can go. There are many who are born here. There are many who are from here and they don't even need to be told. They've never seen my face they can see the writing on the wall and they have consolidated their assets, sold what they can sell. They left their homes here. They're renting it out for money to sustain their lifestyles in Bermuda and Barbados. They are gone. G-O-N-E. They didn't need any prophecy to tell them anything. They can see the writing on the wall. They can see where the insanity in the White House is going and they are out of here. But other people will hear a word from the Lord and still want to argue it out. You are going to be arguing with dust and wind because that person who will answer you will not be me. And people should just understand that God is a very patient person, but a day comes when patience will pass away, grace will pass away, and judgment will come. And when judgment comes, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't see what I saw. I saw what I saw, and I still see it, and I will say it as I said, as I see it. They were touching the breasts of women and they were smiling. And one of the things that God says will be part of the cruelty of this invasion is that these soldiers will take wives. And I explained in that prophecy, whichever one it was, is that taking a wife doesn't mean proposing to a woman. A man is going to randomly sleep with whoever he fancies. If you are caught and you are in these centers and there's no favor of God on you, because I'm not going to pretend that this will be completely exempting Christians, it will not. But if God is not holding a woman or holding a man aside. These people I saw took wives just how they wanted. And that basically meant that they singled you out and liked you and slept with you. And the other soldiers, the Lord showed me automatically then saw you as this man's wife. So they would not come near you. Even when they were doing their shifts and rotations and whatever, you belonged exclusive exclusively to that person. And the term for it, I found out is like comfort women that this man is far from home. His family is far away and he will just relieve his sexual needs on that person because that person's previous lifestyle was permissive and sexual and they didn't care about God and his laws. And who, who, who is God to tell me that I have to get married before I can have sex? Who is God? People have said to me, why is God so obsessed with other people's bodies anyway? And I just keep quiet because if you are so dull that you don't understand that the body you have is a gift, that it is on loan, that it is something that has been given to you to steward, that you are a guest in this body and it's a gift to you then who am i to you know there's no point in engaging in pointless things so um i saw that they were molesting people and that's what america does when it goes overseas i saw that they hit people and they spoke with a lot of mockery and scoffing and i saw that they were asking them in russian this phrase where is all the victory from your movies 
And even though they were speaking Russian, I heard the phrase in English. I don't understand Russian, of course. But when I, when I heard this in the vision, it was in English. And they were naming all the big Hollywood action stars. So they were naming for the people who they had captured, the captives all across. They were naming, oh, why doesn't so-and-so come and save you? And why doesn't so-and-so come and save you? And people were heartbroken because... Um, these things are very mocking and they go to the heart. You watch TV here, every movie that we make here, Russia is the bad guy. It's either Russia or the UK. And so when the Russians came here, they had watched those things and they were naming the stars and asking, is he coming to save you? And then the Lord showed me that America is going to have a civil war. And I saw, I heard first in the spirit, a scratchy sound like a radio trying to be tuned. And it was saying the situation in Mogadishu, like a BBC announcer's voice. And then shh, shh, the situation in Mogadishu is very desperate. Shh, situation in Mogadishu is very dire. And so I just sat there because I'm thinking, what does Mogadishu have to do with anything that God is saying? But if you wait, it will come to you. And so I started to look up Mogadishu, and at first all I could find is this thing where America had tried to go to Somalia and grab people like she always does, just grab people and bundle them up and then bring them here and hang them or kill them or judge them outside of the proper international court um, method. So this country is very used to um, guerrilla warfare justice, you know, gang justice. It, we will be judge and jury. We will decide who's guilty. We're going over there at night with 10 Navy SEALs and probably one wolf guy. And we're going to get these people and bring them back. And we're just going to kill them. And we're just, just going to tell the entire world we killed them because we know they're guilty. We have the proof. We don't need to share it with our allies. Trust us. And so this didn't go down well in um, Somalia, apparently. Uh, they killed people and shot the choppers out of the sky, and it was a whole debacle. And so I didn't feel in my heart that this was in line with the prophecy, this thing that I was finding called the Battle of Mogadishu. So I kept digging, and I found the civil war of Somalia, which fit in with the fact that God had started to talk about America having a civil war. And this civil war was brutal civilians were the greatest casualty in the Somali civil war. It started in 1991 and according to the internet, it has never been officially declared over. So there's no ceasefire, there's no armistice, there's no nothing. That war is still going on. Parts of the country are still held by rebel factions and the civilians suffer terribly because movement is not easy and they can't get access to food and water and it's just a terrible way to live. And the Lord spoke and said to me, just like the Somali civil war has been, that's how the American civil war will be. America will have its own war before the Russians come. It will be vicious to the point that blood runs in the streets and the conflict spills over to Canada and Mexico. Americans will carry their fighting into Canada, running up across the southern border of Canada. They will also run away to Mexico for safety. They will jump those very border fences that they police now with such hatred against the Mexicans. And it will be the Mexicans who take them and hide them. White people hiding for safety among brown people. The Mexicans will show them love and protection while they cry and cry and cry. 
And so Somalia's civil war was a very brutal one. And the Lord says that the American civil war will be just like that. And part of what this civil war will arise in is you can find them in the, Kam the Kamala Harris prophecies is that the Lord says that the government of America is going to undergo a, a graphic shift. This government is going to get tired with pretending that it is an American government. It is finally going to throw off its uh, fake clothes and is going to reveal itself as the one world government, the one world system, um, uh, a global order. I've spoken about this many times that the seat of the beast will be here in this country. So you can argue and you can talk. And of course, you know, I will not respond because I'm going to be true to what God says in these prophetic words, which lines up with the Bible. You can find out more about this in Revelation chapter 16 and 17. If you read it in a Bible that you understand, you will find that the harlot rides on the back of the beast and that the seat of the beast is said to be in one place. And that is in mystery Babylon. It's said to be in one place. And you can find that I think in Revelation 16. So, um, the government is going to go rogue and God says that there will be sons of freedom. This is basically patriot men. I've described these men. They wear baseball caps and they're no nonsense and they're tall and short and they probably live in the southern and middle parts of the city. Men who will rise up and say that this is not the America we fought and, and died for and they will go rogue. Uh, in this prophecy, the Lord says that the people of America, part of what will lead to civil war is that the people will stop caring because the government will stop caring. The government is going to stop caring about what makes America, America. And so the people are going to become equally lawless because the government becomes lawless. And, um, if we're talking about, he says that their blood will run in the streets. There is a very graphic prophecy by the name of pogroms, pogroms. A pogrom is a program of systematic extermination of the citizens of a country by its government. And I saw that in those days, there will be public executions in this country. I have said all these things, so it is only the new people that will be hearing it. But those who have been here will know systematic public executions. And I saw in various prophecies, such as the one called telling that you could die in America for virtually nothing. You could die in America, in the future America that is coming, which is the beast system. You can die in that America for a crime that is made up at 11.59 midnight when you were already sleeping at 10 p.m. and they will make up a new crime at 11.59 and the next day that crime will be something like uh, making a left turn without putting on your car signal and you'll be driving and you'll make that left turn and they will grab you and put you to death for that. It sounds fantastical. And yet that is what that world was like, that people were executed publicly. And also these dissidents, these uh, rebel groups that didn't want to obey if they were caught, they were executed publicly so that the population could settle down. They were ex executed as an example. And I saw in those days where I was living in those days that you would be walking in the street and there would be fresh blood on the roads from a public execution that, that just happened. Or you could be walking and there would be a very dark blackish or purplish sticky patch from a public execution that had happened a few weeks ago and they will not wash it. They will leave those stains on the road to mentally make the population controlled. 
And I saw that they made children stand and watch it to tell the children this is what happens to people who fight the government. So that is what that war is going to be like. And people will run up to Canada for safety and also run to Mexico. And the Lord says that people will be hiding for safety among a population that doesn't look like them. So these, this is just facts. Demographically, we know how this country is built up. And he said that people will be hiding for safety among brown people and the Mexicans will love them, but they will be heartbroken and crying. And I saw the Mexicans receiving Americans in two ways. So Americans were trying to climb these border fence. One of the ways is that they were climbing it at night and Mexican guys with these pickup trucks would be waiting outside on the Mexican side. And if you manage to cross the fence and get over to Mexico, then they would take you into various shelter places for money. So you could pay. And I saw a dad that the mom had gotten over and now the dad was trying to help the children over. And the last one was a very little one that they were having trouble getting over to get the child over to the mom. But another way is that people just fled and I didn't see how they fled, but I saw them being received as refugees. They were having their wounds cleaned. The Mexicans were giving blankets and big, big baskets of fruit and huge plates of food. And the children were very dirty. So kids from America were very dirty from that journey to freedom. But what was shocking these children is how much their parents were crying. Their parents were crying as if they wanted to die. The kind of crying that comes from the soul of a person and these children had never seen their parents show that much raw emotion in their life and so um, they were trying to comfort them and the older Mexican people didn't have time for that because I guess when you're old you just don't have time for a lot you don't have time for all this stuff so they were just trying to feed people and work out the logistics of we used to be three in this house or we used to be six and now we're 16 where do people sleep and how do we get these kids clean that they were looking for clean clothes for the kids and feeding them and handling that but it was the younger Mexican people that were trying to speak to the Americans and comfort them and say, we know it is terrible what is happening, but you're here now and um, we'll try to help you the best way we can. And so the Lord said that this, this war will come about because this government will become um, a rogue government and people are going to rise up in guerrilla warfare against it. And also that the nation will walk that path to civil war because it will become a sharply divided nation. So you don't need me to say these things, but the Lord is showing us the path that leads to the future. People hear prophecy and because there is no one who is able to teach it properly to show that when a thing is spoken prophetically, this will be, there is a path that gets a nation there. So when America's hearing about prophecies of slavery, there was a path walked in the past that will lead to slavery. Now the slavery hasn't just entered the judgments of the Lord because he thought, Oh, this would be something really cool to add on. No, it stems up from what we call the ghosts of the past, not atoned for. And that's how it enters in people being sexually molested. How does it get into the prophecy? Sexual molestation happens from America when they go into other people's countries and it's never spoken of or shown. And so that's how it ends up in the prophecy. How is it that people will come and not even try to capture people and just carry them away in their normal clothes? Why must they strip them? This is taken from the same type of judgment that happened to Israel because Israel was constantly sinning in idolatry. But not only that, practicing pagan rituals of five guys in a bed or three men in a bed with six women, that type of thing 
That's how sexual punishment enters a prophecy because there is the answering sin. The punishment doesn't come without the sin's existence. So because this nation is into twosomes and threesomes and setting up websites where married people can go and meet other married people quietly in hotel rooms, and we never know about this until the website gets hacked by these kids that are into exposing everything. That is how stripped captives enters the prophecy. God is not evil and God is not unjust. God is not just waking up today and deciding who am I going to, I know I'll bash America. No, people constantly come here and ask, what about this country? And why would he use Russia? Russia has done this and Russia has done that. There is no nation without sin, but the Lord has said in Revelation 16, 17, and 18, if we would only read it, that there is only one champion sinner in the world. So he is not saying he will not judge the nations. He is saying that he will judge this one the most. And that is why I am here. I am speaking to the judgment of Babylon. Babylon in the Bible lives now. So before we get to Revelation 18, I am proclaiming how we get to Revelation 18, where the nation is destroyed in a single hour. I'm, de I'm declaring by the spirit of the Lord, which nation gets destroyed in a single hour. And it is this one that we are living in. So the Lord says that, Borders will be shut when this war really gets going and nobody will be allowed to leave. Nobody will get out unless they've managed to leave before this official fighting breaks out. Because after that, the borders will be highly policed, very dangerous and normal methods of travel. Your car taking Amtrak, Delta Southwest will be strongly monitored by the government. And all this is for the future. So there are a few prophecies that are put um, in this one, so if you read them, I'll read them out. They are called Prepare for War. War is coming. Those two speak of the civil war that will come to the United States. And then a rogue government is a new government for America, lockstep, a people of madness, and the prophecy programs. So I am Celestial, and thank you for being here. Um, God bless you, all of you who share these videos, all of you who take the time to read the prophecies. It is to your own benefit if you read these things. And um, thank you also to those who support the channel. I am grateful for your support. May the Lord return it back to you in multiples. And until I see you again, God be with you and goodbye.